The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. Hey everybody, welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. This is Eric Sablon and I have the privilege and the pleasure to actually interview a really good friend of mine that I met at an event. And like I said, events are keys to everything. You should always be going to events. You should always be looking for events. She's actually a stay-at-home mom. She homeschools the children. She serves on two boards. She's Miss Alaska ambassador. She's an advocate for women mentoring and she's a network marketing professional. So, so ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Teresa Taylor to the, to the show. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Nice to be here. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. Well, thank you for taking the time out and jumping on. First thing I want to ask you, you know, a little bit about your background and um, a little bit about your backstory. So kind of tell the audience about a little bit about you. Sure. So, um, well, I'm a, I'm a wife. I'm a mom of two littles. I've got a three-year-old girl and a five-and-a-half-year-old boy, and they are the loves of my life. But um, I uh, also was a teacher. I taught for 10 years with the district out here before become, becoming a stay-at-home mom, and that kind of led me to where I am now. Um, I never thought that uh, a net, becoming a network marketing professional was something that was in my future, um, but for a turn of events, it happened to fall into my lap at just the right time, and it has been sort of the thing that saved me. Not only did it, um, not only did it allow me to do something outside of myself besides just take care of my my family, um, which is a noble, wonderful thing, uh, but I'm sure that there are other moms, especially stay-at-home moms or dads out there that are watching that um, can relate when I say, when you become a stay-at-home mom after working for 10 years, you lose a part of your identity. And uh, so this business really came along at just the right time to give me something to work on that was all mine. And it allowed me to do what I love to do most, and that is to mentor other women. And uh, so here I am, two years later into my business and not going back to teaching. I'm so thankful for that. I still get to be here with my kids. Eric mentioned that I am homeschooling. So we, I'm actually sitting in part in front of part of our, our homeschooling corner here. I probably should not have moved the camera, <laughs> um, but that's really great. So I'm glad to, to be here. And so thanks Eric. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, first off, thank you for being a teacher for 10 years. Um, that's probably one of the, hardest professional <laughs> out there i'd have to say because we give you our kids and you have them for eight oh, hours okay. a day <laughs> so that's that's huge and so let me ask you a question um going back to your backstory how do you think that the teaching because you know there's a lot there's a lot of teachers in network marketing that, from the stage 
how do you think that teaching helped you kind of mold into the leader that you've become? Well, the interesting thing about teaching that I don't know if a lot of people understand is when you are in your classroom, you pretty much are your own boss. And so you are the navigator, the one that, that uh, and the barometer, like the one who makes things happen in your classroom kind of the way that you want it to. And a lot of teachers don't actually complain about their job when they're in their classroom. It's all this stuff that goes on out of their classroom. So just note to self, but um, yeah. So, you know, during, I don't know if teaching itself um, gave me any advantage point, just that teaching fulfilled a part of me that's always been there. And that part is the part of me that that like is a go-getter. I like to get stuff done. I'm intuitive. I like to figure things out and make things work. And I like putting things together. So those sort of qualities, even though I use them in teaching, have also carried over into um, my network marketing business. Okay. And you like puzzles because I saw a Facebook post the other day. Yes. <laughs> my camera is actually sitting on top of a puzzle box. It's one of the things my son and I like to do together. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so you've been a teacher, you're a network marketing professional, you homeschool the kids, you find time to run your business. I, I've seen that. And um, so what is your business? And what is your, uh, what is the goal for your clients? And who is your dream client? It's kind of three questions there. Sure. Well, let's see if I can answer them. So I own a virtual skincare business. Um, I've been with it for just over two years. My, I have two ideal clients. Um, one is a customer. Uh, my ideal customers are people that know exactly what they're looking for, um, that are maybe dealing with the four main common skin concerns, which are like sensitivity, acne prone skin, sun damaged skin, and of course, aging skin, because mm -hmm. um, we're all aging all the time. Um, and, um, you know, a customer who is open to sharing his or her results with other people, you know, our businesses work on referrals. And so a, a nice shout out here and there, um, introducing me to their uh, network is, is always a plus. So that would be my ideal customer. Um, and then just to add on that, I work more with women, not to say I don't have men clients, uh, but I really relate with women. Mm -hmm. um, and my age range would probably be from about 25 to 40. So, mm -hmm. um, but I do have another, um, another ideal customer, but that would be more of a business partner. And for my business partners, I've learned, and you might ask me this later on, but um, one of the things that I have learned through my business is um, not, to, not to target everybody but try to find the people that i'm really looking for and i'm really looking for people like me who are maybe not outgoing all the time but are willing to challenge themselves and learn new things i mentioned that intuitiveness so um even though i have amazing training i'm a teacher by trade as well um but i still am looking for somebody that um, can ask the right questions and find the answers even if i'm not available sure. um and I like to work with people who also want to make a difference in some way, whether it's in their community or in their family's lives, not just take, 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 but like to give. Yeah. I was actually just listening to one of my mentors and he talks about how, if you can align the, align the align your, um, your business with a cause, he actually was doing something where he said, you know, he was actually doing a clothing company and he's like, so which ones are the ones that do the best? And he's like, well, this one and this one and this one. And he was like, why? And he goes, well, they're all linked to causes. Mm -hmm. so, um, when you can parallel 
your business with a cause. It's, it makes a huge difference. And like you said, with mentoring women and finding them and helping them create something that they've never saw before, just by telling your story is a huge deal. And like she said, guys, all of the uh, testimonials and before and afters make our business so much better, so much easier, so much funner. Because it's not, a lot of times it's not that they relate to you, it's they relate to somebody else. And like I always say in all of my podcasts, it's dream, struggle, victory. And more people relate to our struggle than they do our victory or our dream. So, and that's true. Mm-hmm. So we went over your dream client. And the next thing is, I know you do a lot on Facebook and I know you do a lot on Instagram. I've seen your stories. What would you say is the most important thing that you would do? Like two tips that you would give a new entrepreneur or a new network marketer, or even someone that's kind of going in, going back to revamp their page. What would be two tips that you give them um, to help them grow their, grow their reach and grow their network and, and be an influencer almost? Sure. Well, this is a, this is kind of an extensive question, and I, I won't talk for a long time on it, but um, okay, so two things that I have learned. Um, one, when I started in my business, I actually went gung-ho. You know, I wanted to do so much at one time, and, and my advice for that is don't do that. <laughs> I mean, there, you need to come up with a pace. Um, whether it's slow and steady or quick and steady, that pace needs to be consistent because otherwise you're going to go strong for a short time and then have burnout and not work for a while. Um, so that would be one tip for me. But in terms of social marketing, um, one of the biggest things that I have learned is going back to that target audience. Like the target audience, you're looking at your customer and if you're a network a networking professional, then you're also looking at business partners and um, having that ideal business partner and ideal customer in mind with every post that you make, whether it is exactly on your business or if it's a, um, a lifestyle post, meaning like something with my kids, uh, I'm always having that particular person in mind. And because for a business partner, I am looking for somebody like me, um, my marketing actually recently, if you go back and look at my uh, marketing and I do, um, more on Facebook than Instagram, but I use Instagram stories more. Um, I find stories are, are a lot more useful on Instagram. Um, but so, oh gosh, where was I going with that? Um, oh yeah, so just some of my posts have been changing more to use something that's called um, social attraction or attraction marketing. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're, you're not giving everybody all the information, you're just providing um, opportunities for people to relate to and providing value in some way um, so that people start reaching out more to you because they're making a connection with you and they're making a connection with maybe um, the solutions of the product that you're, that you're um, trying to um, get out into your public. Um, but you know, all of that comes down to really not caring so much about what people think of you so mm-hmm. that you can focus on um, the way to your matter, which is talking to your audience. So you're probably going to um, lose some so-called friends. You know, I mean, it's Facebook and Instagram. How many of those people are really our friends? And we give them so much of our cares, but we shouldn't care. You know, if we're providing value, it's okay if they don't um, think that that information is valuable to them because you're trying to attract 
the people that do find your information valuable. Does that make sense? That makes total sense because what I like to tell my audience is if your polarization is a huge thing when you're selling or when you're um, talking to people, if you're one of those ones that's in the middle all the time and you never polarize and you never get those people that are going to unfriend you, mm -hmm. they're just going to stay your friends and just really stay at the status quo. You're never going to get anywhere. So polarization is huge. And that's one thing that a lot of us in network marketing, we feel we're like, Oh, well, are, my friends are kind of outcasting me and outcasting me. And it, it's funny because when you actually step back and look three to five years later, you're like, I would never have met that person. And right. I've never met that person. And I can keep this person at arm's length. He's a, he's a, two-day person not a two-week person I wouldn't mm -hmm. go on vacation with him so you know what I mean it's, it's <laughs> how you filter those people out and like I, I love what you said about pace because in network marketing we have that issue of comparitis like oh well this person did it hit this rank in this long and this person hit this rank in this long well you don't know what their network was right tell the audience that we always compare ourselves to people that were on stage, like the bodybuilder that's done that worked out every single day and ate nothing for the last four months. And like, oh, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's the problem. It's like we always compare each other to that. And then I like what you said about your avatar and the attraction marketing and creating value for everyone that you talk to because people buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And that's a big right. deal to create that and create that comfort level for people to reach out to you. That is, that, those are some huge nuggets. So your own pace and basically your avatar and your attraction marketing, that, that is, that, that's two huge nuggets. And if you're writing this down, <laughs> write that down because Teresa has got some nuggets. Um, <laughs> so you've been an entrepreneur for two years in the, in the, as a network marketing professional. What would be the first, what would, what would you have told yourself when you started two years ago to increase the speed of your business looking back today? It would be exactly what I already said, and that is to find your pace. Um, and, and actually, I want to add on to the comparing thing because there is something that you mentioned that I, I want to add on. But um, yeah, find your pace because like I said, you can go all hard and heavy for a, for a while um, but if that's not the pace that really works for you and your lifestyle, then you might find burnt out, burnout and then you might stop working for a week and, or even longer. But, you know, a week is very detrimental in your business as well. If you're not making some sort of action, well, then go change. Go change. So my little girl, Aya, is over here. She was holding her guinea pig and the guinea pig peed on her. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say hi. Okay, Hello. say hi. Oh, she's hiding. <laughs> Just go change, honey. I'll help you if you need it. Okay. Um, the other thing that you mentioned about comparison. Oh, yeah. You know, one of the things that I get asked um, when people are interested in learning more about my business is, well, how much do you make? And it's, it's such, <laughs> this is my son, Micah. <laughs> All right, go on over. Remember I said we're not supposed to interrupt here. <laughs> um, anyway, um, that question is always such a hard question to answer because I can tell them what I make and you can tell them what you make. But the thing is, is that 
our journeys can never truly be compared because I am a stay-at-home mom that also, like I said, I serve on two boards. I serve on a national board and a local board. And I, I um, volunteer all the time. I homeschool my kids. I'm a founder of this magnetic sisterhood. Like there's, there's so much that I do um, that other people might not do. And so that can give them more time than me. Or, you know, it, it all depends on the person. But, but my point in saying is that we can't compare our, our businesses with other people around us because we never really know what their life looks like. Um, and, you know, you might find, uh, for those of you that are stay-at-home moms, working stay-at-home moms, you might find another mom who's in your particular business and they are smoking it, going up in levels, doing all this amazing stuff. Um, but you don't know how much time they're spending one-on-one -on -one with their children. And that's, that's something that all of us have to make along in our businesses, the sacrifices that we make for it, the, the things that we hold, um, uh, what is this, uh, sacred, mm -hmm. you know? So just, I just wanted to share that on the, on the comparison thing. Cause yeah, we never know what someone else's journey is truly looking like. What's really cool about that is if you think about it, what Teresa said was, you know, even the comparing, but she's always going back to basically your core value of finding your pace. But once you find that pace and everybody is, you know, everybody is satisfied in your life, because a lot of times, a lot of times what you'll find is someone will go out and be super successful, but, you know, his, he doesn't have, he can't actually interact in a, in a marriage or he can't actually interact with his kids or he can't actually interact with that kind of stuff and i was actually just listening to darren hardy hardy today and he said um it's a big story he talks about it in the entrepreneur roller coaster but he says don't miss the point and that really hits me hard mm -hmm. a lot because you know i have seven boys and i was going hard too um but now mm -hmm. you know i kind of brought it all back together and now we always, you know, we have Sunday dinners and stuff like that. That's, that's really cool. That really brings a bond to the family. So yeah, yeah that I'm going to, I'm going to use that as the title of the, of the podcast. Know Go your, for it. Know your pace. Cause that is, that is, that is a huge nugget. I like that. <laughs> so what are you currently working on right now? And where can our, where can the, where can our audience find you? <sighs> Well, you know, I have a, <laughs> I have a full plate right now, you know, school just started. Um, but uh, one of the bigger things that I'm working on right now is um, growing my team and really being there for them. Um, this coming month is a huge, huge month for us because it is uh, the month where we release two new, at least two new products. And we're hopefully going to be launching in a new country this year. And I'm sure, as you know, Eric, that, um, Forbes magazine says the best time to partner with a company is during a business launch or a new country launch. And we're offering both of those. So I've got um, a really great business Q&A session coming up next week, actually this week, Thursday, um, and really building up my team to uh, make sure that they know how to handle the things that are coming down the line um, and informing their network about those things. Um, there are some other things that I'm working on, but it's kind of in the down low, a little bit separate from what I'm doing with my network marketing, but all in terms of organization and growth. Um, and uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on both Facebook and Instagram using Teresa Taylor. I'm Teresa Taylor AK on Instagram. Um, 
Facebook is where I do most of my marketing at this point, just because I'm in Alaska, 80% 80 of our population in my age range is still on Facebook. So I'm learning Instagram in the background while still working heavy on on uh, Facebook, um, but I'm there just with Teresa Taylor. If you are interested in um, learning more about skincare and would like to be a part of my beauty page, I also have that going on. Um, you can just shoot me a message. So what I'll do is I'll actually put all of that information on the sh in the show notes. Teresa Taylor, okay. uh, Teresa Taylor, AK on Instagram, Teresa Taylor on Facebook, and then we will put the link to your Facebook page which okay. would be perfect for you. Um, the last thing, and I always ask this to all of my, um, <laughs> the people that I interview, all of my guests, um, in your business today, what's the one thing that keeps you up at night, good, bad, or both? Hmm. <laughs> I think the question, um, and it could, it, it could go both, is did I do enough? Hmm. Um, I really used to struggle with the word balance and having a balanced life. Um, but what I've learned is that's totally a myth. There's no such thing as a balanced life because, you know, even at a nine to five job, you're working 40 hours a week and at the, you know, there and not with your family. So your life is already unbalanced. Um, but just making sure that instead of thinking of, you know, was, were things balanced today? Instead, did I give my kids the attention that they needed? Do I, did I do the most important things with them today? Um, and in my business, did I touch it in all the ways that I need, it needed to be touched today? Did my team need to be touched today? Um, so, yeah, so laying in bed, that would be my, my thing. Did I do enough? Did I, did I touch enough people? No matter how that looked, you know? That's, that's a big one because you, you can tell, you can tell that you're a servant leader. You can tell that, you know, you care about your team. You can tell that you're a mother, a, a wife. You can tell that you're all of those things and um, you have lots of compassion for your team and for your family. So Teresa, thank you so much for this interview. I appreciate you guys. Hey guys. Uh, oh, any last things that you give the audience? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I think I, I think I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think that's good. Oh, actually, can I, I will say one thing. Since I am a mom, maybe this will help some moms out there. Um, when I first started the business, I was told to set office hours. I still think that's super, super great if you have older children who maybe are not at home with you. Um, but what I've learned, because that used to trip me up so much, my office hours changed all the time based off of the new stage that my little guys were in right mm. um and so be flexible be mm. flexible and be gracious with yourself and your schedule and i think the rest will come a little easier yes that's that's big be flexible with your schedule because you don't know who needs you and when they need you and how they need you um it's if you want to work a nine to five work a nine to five but if you're an entrepreneur one of the things that I always tell my customers is if you're open, I'm open. And it's sometimes it's tough, but sometimes, you know, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm doing my own thing. So guys, that's a big nugget. Um, write that one down. I will put all of that in the show notes. I just want to thank Teresa for coming on guys. Don't forget to listen to the whole outro. In fact, this time we have a really sweet deal. We're giving away a free book. All you do is pay shipping, and um, that'll be all the way through the outro, outro, and it's talking about 
using funnels and network marketing all in one. So thank you guys. Sounds good. Thank you guys. <laughs> and we will see you on the next podcast of Burnt Phone Marketing. Hey, thanks for listening. Please remember to rate and subscribe. I know it's hard to find people to pitch or talk to when your warm market dries up. So what do we do? When I first got started, I took off like most of you did. Then you started to get that feeling of being that guy. Me too. So to help you from hitting that brick wall, I've created a summit with the top 10 network marketing professionals for you. 100% complimentary. Yes, it's free. I want to start off by building an amazing relationship with you. So no matter if you've been in the industry for years or you just got started, this summit is for you. So go to www.burnphonemarketing.com and get your complimentary network marketing summit. Again, that's B-U-R-N-T-P-H-O-N-E marketing.com and get access to this phenomenal summit. There you are going to find three keys to building a solid network marketing business. Number one, belief. Number two, strategy. And number three, action. So to get access, go to www.burnphonemarketing.com and get your complimentary network marketing summit. Again, that's burnphonemarketing.com.